Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Blue Magic. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. <laughs> what I'm talking about is when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? y'all i'm here it is definitely tell the truth tuesday and let's get the let's get the month right it is december 5th 2017 we are in mercury retrograde and i definitely want to talk to you guys about what that means because everybody thinks it means like such terrible and you know just awful things and it's not that it's just everything is moving a little bit slower because um the planetary motions, basically. So today we are going to have one of my one of my girls on the show. Her name is um, Shani Joy, and I love this girl because when you know we met out and about, you know she was a neighborhood business owner, excellent cook, and um, she basically has been going all around the country basically rapping and doing some other stuff, but she's also a mom, so she's been getting her little political situations on. There's some initiatives that are starting in New York State having to do with people with nonviolent charges, being able to get them sealed or dismissed after a certain period of time. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Meek Mill initiative that she's involved in. She just came back, I believe it was from either Philly or New York. Uh, We're also going to talk about some of her music that she's been doing. She actually spits. So we're going to talk about that. And in addition to all of that, we're going to talk about sisterhood, what it means to her, and it is what it is. So today I want to start out with something just because I know y'all have been listening to my shows like, this motherfucker is on fire. Who did it? What was it? Nothing. And it's not nothing to do with Mercury Retrograde. It has to do with, like, the end of the year is coming. So I have much to do about everything. And you know, I, I get messages and I get, you know, phone calls and pop-ups about people thinking that everything is fucking about them. Like I said before, you're not the only bum-ass broad I know. You're not the only bum-ass, cheating-ass motherfucking dude that I know. You're not the only, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker that don't take care of his kids that I don't know. You're not the only female that done been fucking slutted out by a man. You're not the only one. So if you think my show is about you, 
It was. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm out here living my best Caucasian life, <laughs> living in the hood, whatever, doing what I do, and everyone seems to think that everything is about them. Unless I say your fucking name, you shouldn't assume anything. Because one thing that my friends that are closest to me know, I'll switch up a whole situation and add some, sprinkle some shit in it, and you won't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. I could be talking about an inbox. I could be talking about a DM that I got. You know, it could be anything. So I want to start the show with a little bit of music because I know that Shani's not um, coming with any of her music yet because she has a video that's coming out uh, tomorrow. And then we're going to get into the shits. But there has definitely been um, some some wonderfulness that's coming out of Remy Ma and Little Kim right now. Like, I couldn't even believe it. Y'all know I have been loving Little Kim for many, many years. And like I said, you might want to watch that, you know, Crush On You video just a little bit closer. But I've loved Little Kim. Her name is Kimberly Denise. She's also a moon child, very sensitive. I'm liking how she's doing interviews and keeping it pretty classy about the whole Nicki Minaj, um, not rivalry, because, I mean, you know, it's, it's not a rivalry. You just have to pay homage where homage is due. So, yeah, you might have came and, and, and not took the throne, but you might have, you know, passed on the torch, so to speak. But you definitely got to make sure that you are putting yourself in a position because you notice that the minute that she started disrespecting little Kim and all that other shit, the universe conspired. We in retrograde, boom, brother gets caught molesting kids and shit. And now you don't, you're not looking so, so hot. You know, motherfuckers are starting to judge you based on the company that you keep. And that's what happens when you fucking don't pay homage to the people that came before you, whether it's your ancestors, whether it's your auntie, whether it's your father, you know, and then you have to pay homage to those that are coming up. And I think that little Kim has done a very good job when she's on The Breakfast Club and all these other shows. She says, you know, that will be like her not paying homage to like MC Light or Queen Latifah or Roxanne Shante. Like, you just can't do that. You can't go out here in this world and think that you're just a, a nation of one, an army of one. That's not how it works. So this track that they have, and Little Kim has another fire fucking track. I'm about to, I'm going to play that on the next show. It's coming up. I mean, completely just ridiculous tracks that she's coming out with. The imagery is amazing. But right now, I want to give y'all this Remy Ma and this Little Kim Wake Me Up. I mean, lyric by lyric by lyric. She said, you bitches ain't humble enough. And I feel that. I feel that in my spirit. After serving seven winters and six summers, Remy Ma finally released from prison. If Peter Piper pecked them, I bet you Remy's up them. I told you not to touch them. It's not up for discussion. All my clothes is custom, straight from friends. My hands like Mayweather. All my friends hate them better. I get a lot of money, honey. Queen bitch and bean bitch. Fighting a guy for my guy, make you a mean bitch. I'm a green bitch, mean bitch. Take one for the team, bitch. Wake me up in when the morning comes. You bitches ain't humble enough. Mmm, when the morning comes Mmm, when the morning comes Wake me up Mmm, when the morning comes Mmm, when the morning comes Mmm, when the morning comes These fake ass bitches is done So wake me up early I'm rich, I'ma say that bitch You fake ass bitch You old homies pay that shit Spray that fifth The crown, I'ma take that shit Cause you a clown and homies don't play that shit See, they ain't slick 
click. We talking all praying shit. And then you see him, maybe like that they ain't say that shit. I hate that shit. I can make or break your shit. So y'all got options. Don't make me weigh them shit. I heard he lay that dick. You let him fillet that fish. You just met him. How he bay that quick? I say it to your face. Don't gotta relay that shit. It's Nick Cole and Kidman. OJ that bitch. Take that trip. Get money. Make that lick. Take your pick. That's the set. Claim that click. Bitch, you so thirsty. Obey that shit. If that's a dog, I suggest you go train that bitch. Wake me up in the morning, come. You bitches ain't humble enough. Mmm, when the morning Because, I mean, I don't know if y'all remember that, but that's from Queen Bitch back in the day that uh, that little Kim did. So I want to get into the whole situation about, I, I made a post today that says basically the two realest places in the world is a courtroom and hospitals. And honestly, you know, I have opinions on that. But what I say is that that is, them the two realest places in the world is the courtroom and the, and the hospital. And what I mean by that is that, you know, some people don't like hospitals. I get that. You know what I'm saying? And so instead of them going to, you know what I'm saying, figure shit out, they just, you know, they send their love or they do what they need to do. But then you got the courtroom. There ain't no excuse for motherfuckers to not be, you understand what I'm saying, um, in a courtroom for you. And I think that part of what a lot of people don't understand is if you're showing up to court for somebody, you're supposed to have a couple couple stacks on you because you're supposed to be trying to get them out, okay? So, you know, that that's just that's, that's part of the culture. It is what it is, and y'all know how I feel about that. So, you know, I have been very, very blessed that the same people that was in my hospital bedroom was the same people that sent people for me or was there in, in the flesh for me when I went through my legal issues. So, <clears throat> you know, for that, that's the only saving grace for some people right now just because – Things have gotten so bad. But then I also look at the fact that there are people that were not there. And you weren't there. You didn't send a flower. You didn't send any type of card, no nothing. And, in fact, shitted on me. In fact, was like, that's what she gets, whatever, whatever, as if I had done something to cause 
everything that happened to me, whether it was physically or whether it was legally. And those are the type of people that you have to keep from the fuck around you. You know, people that want to run with shit that they read or run with shit that they hear. I have two business meetings tomorrow with two young ladies, one of them just to get some shit off her chest, the other one just to catch up. And I already know because she's like, oh, I was hearing the rumors. Look, whatever the fuck they said I did or didn't do, you believe whatever you want to believe. But if you know me personally, you know there's just some shit that I do and that I don't do. But one thing about me, i always been real. So, you know, when motherfuckers say, well, why didn't you say it to this person's face? Well, I fucking did. You know what I'm saying? Or why didn't you tell me that when this I did. And I think that people get angry with me because it's like, you know, I give you the same energy that you give me, male or female, you know. And so if I'm returning the energy that you gave to me, you can't be angry at that because obviously some shit has changed, some shit has shifted. So let me get into Mercury Retrograde. What Mercury Retrograde really is, is it, it feels like the planets are going backwards. It's not that. It's just that in life every day we're going 100 miles an hour. And retrograde is just basically, it's not that the planets are going backwards, it's that they're just moving slower. So now things that are meant to teach you something, because we've been in retrograde, I think, like six times this fucking year, six times. And if I go back and look at the day, and I didn't used to believe in that shit either, I used to be like, no, 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 nah, this shit is real. Anything that belonged to you prior to the retrograde that you lost, you can gain back during the retrograde, if it's meant to be. Any lesson that you didn't learn before the retrograde, because we're in retrograde from the 3rd all the way to the 22nd of this month. Don't sign no shit, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. And I literally just dodged a bullet, like I said, with the retrograde comment about a business opportunity that I was talking to y'all about the other day. And I don't think that the business would have been a bad business. I just think that it would. It, it's not the time right now. Right now that person's not in a position to, to do what they need to do to make me feel comfortable to, to sign over all that paperwork and do everything that needs to be done. I'm not comfortable with it, so I just focus on other books. I focus on, you know, other things that need to be done with my business. I'm in the process of transitioning that as well. So as long as I'm not signing nothing until after the 22nd, we good. Retrograde also means that all the harm that you did to somebody is going to read regurgitate and, and rear its ugly head. So if you out here being a, a, a fucked up person and, you know, it's, it's um, if you're out here being a fucked up person, guess what? Retrograde is going to bring that shit back to your forefront. You about to go through hell until the 22nd, until you rectify everything you're supposed to do. And like I said, there's just something special about a motherfucker that can walk around and act like they don't have responsibilities, act like they're, and, and whose priorities are fucked up. Retrograde is going to whoop your ass every single fucking time. And I, I use my ex-husband as an example all the time. When he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing by our son and, you know, out here being one with the world and having this girlfriend over here and doing this and that and getting married and procreating again and doing whatever he does, the motherfucker was not successful and nothing he touched. Everything he touched fucking crumbled. When he started getting into a situation where his wife now, like I said, I mean, we're not cool, we're not the best of friends, but she did put that iron on his ass like, yo, you got to start handling your business by your son. Not because of luck's sake, but because if you don't legally, now we have some, some repercussions. And she didn't want to live like that either because she looks like a dirty bitch by not being supportive of him seeing his son and not making sure that she's doing everything in her power to make sure. Because see, one thing about me, I never kept visitation. 
never kept him from his son. You chose to move millions of miles away. That's not what we chose to do. When you chose to move out of Florida, we chose to move back to New York, and then you chose to move to Texas, and that's what you did. That's cool. So for me, it's a situation where everything that motherfucker touched for years crumbled. Houses gone, cars gone, everything gone. Once he started walking in his purpose and understanding that he had a legacy within his son, the firstborn and the oldest, okay, everything started looking up. He got the job that he wanted twice over. They gave him his own little camp to, you know, teach the kids how to play baseball and all that other stuff. You know, his, I don't know that his marriage is fruitful or not. I don't pay attention to them. But what I do know is that they've remained married, and this is a first for him because his other two marriages, myself and the one before me, failed. So you have to understand that when you're not in alignment with what the fuck you're supposed to be doing as a parent, that's that's your most, that's your first place, okay, as a parent, because these kids can't raise themselves. So once you start doing what you're supposed to be doing right by God, then everything else starts to fall into place. Then you will be blessed. You can't go around ignoring motherfuckers like you don't have parents. Like you don't. One thing about my ex-husband, he took care of his family. He, he damn near would starve us out to take care of his mom, to take care of his sisters, nephews, and so on and so forth. So you have a situation where, you know, now he's truly blessed. He's, he's living his best life. You know, Houston Astros just won the World Series. They ain't won it since, like, I don't think they've ever won it, if I'm not mistaken. And, it, and it, it's a blessing. The hurricane came down there, didn't touch none of their shit, really. They had a little bit of flooding. That was that. That's because he's in alignment with who he's supposed to be, which is a father and a husband. Okay. Now, mind you, um, the ethereal one just said something today where she said, you know, she people ask her, like, based on her exes, like, you know, how does it make you feel that now they've moved on and they're doing well and this, this, you know, and this, that, and the third. And, um, I, you know, and she said, you know what, I look at that as a blessing. And, you know, people are coming back, obviously, telling her about, uh, you know, telling her about what her exes is doing or whatever, whatever, and how much they are of a better man. But you and I both know, if you're a woman and you have some damn sense to yourself, that if they changed because of you, that was your blessing. You blessed them with that, and you have to be able to look at every single relationship. And like she said, she said, I look at my relationships no matter how bad they dog me out, whatever, and said this is just a blessing for me because I don't got to deal with you, number one. And number two, I know what you're capable of. And number three, I know how I don't want to be treated. So when I see, you know, she says, so when she sees somebody that's treating her in a way that one of her exes treated her, they taught her not to tolerate that. See, you people think that you can go around, especially with retrograde, y'all often to get y'all ass whooped. I got my ass whooped all year, and I didn't do shit wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was vibrating higher. I was in love. I was happy. You know what I'm saying? I went through a sickness. My team was there. I was very grateful for that. And, you know, ever since all that was taken out, you understand what I'm saying? But you also have to understand, and I'm going to talk about it in the book, for many, 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 many years, I would say I don't want any more children. I don't want any more children. I don't want any more children. And you say that enough times, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I curse myself. None of you bitches are fucking strong enough to fucking curse me with any type of cancer, any type of physical, you know, because I don't run around doing shit like that to y'all. You understand what I'm saying? All I do out here under these full moons is make sure that my family is protected and if the person that I, I love or whatever, that they're protected. And I just said something powerful the other day that, you know, now, you know, I went to the highest. I go to the highest power for my people. 
So whether it's, you know, my girl Bridget that works at City Hall or whether it's any, I go to Saladin, anybody. I go to the highest power for my friends and my family and people that's closest to me that look out for me, that didn't give a fuck about nothing that was going on. Bitches, you okay? Are you all right? I go to the highest power for you. So when I find out that you talking shit about me or you letting other people talk shit about me, and I'm talking about male or female, bitches, you understand what I'm saying? That causes me to say, you know what, you no longer under my protection, since y'all think I just be out here just doing shit, you no, you no longer are under my spell of protection. Whatever the fuck happens to you just happens, and it's not my problem. Let them motherfuckers clean up the mess. These people that you praise, these people that you covet over your own families, over your own children, over your own, you know, over yourself. And it's funny because a friend of mine that I knew from Tampa, he used to work with me. He started quoting me, making little memes for me and shit, because you know I don't know how to do any of that shit. And, um... I said, you know, I, he's like, oh, you know, I said, oh, that's so sweet that you're you're quoting my words, whatever. And he says, yo, you know, you always been one of the realest motherfuckers that I met. Now, this is a guy that met me when we was working in the youth, um, the youth housing. When I was working on psychiatric wards with troubled youth, um, I started working with young women, and then I ended up working with young men between the ages of 12 and 18. So I was assigned to the the teenage unit because the boys took to me a little bit better, you know, their, their pubescent, whatever, whatever, and they would start to um, assimilate. They would start to, hey, ma, don't call me ma, because I don't know what your mom did to you and shit like that. So you get to these places where these boys are like your own children. So I worked in a home, and this particular person worked in the home with me. We call him Squeak. He worked in the, in the, in the home with me. And um, he said, you always just been the realest. You always did whatever made you happy. So even because he was around when I got my divorce. So you're talking about somebody that was working 16-hour days, five days a week, six days a week, you know, dealing with my son, and then having to have been attacked by one of the children that worked there, quote-unquote children, that was six foot four, And you know what I'm saying, subsequently having to deal with that, you know, because these are kids that are making weapons. We have one kid in there from Honduras. They, they since shut that facility down, okay? And that's when I realized I need to focus on my own goddamn son. You know, in order for me to keep my son out of these homes and out of these places where, you know, these kids have mental deficiencies, they have autism, they've been abused, they've been sex trafficked, they've been, you know, prostituted out by their own parents or on drugs. These are the things that I need to be focused on with my own son and making sure my son was a baby. So for this person to say that he thought I was real and I always followed my happiness, even when I was the brokest that I could have been, because I wasn't happy. So for me, love, happiness, and family, those are all things that are very important to me. And if I'm not happy, you understand what I'm saying? Then I have to change that because no one else can make me happy. I have to make myself happy. So when I'm around people and they say, oh, your energy is this or oh, your energy is that, no, that's your shit. I'm good. When I'm not happy, I just choose not to be around people. Uh-oh, I look, it looked like we got a caller here. Hold on, let's see what we can Let's see if this is my girl. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, is this my girl, Shani? Yes, this is. How you doing? All right, my dear. How are you? I'm all right. I'm chilling, you know, doing how we do up here in Western New York. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to give people, I always like to start when people come on the show because I want to make sure that people know how to find you, know how to follow you. Give them, if you have Twitter, Instagram, any of that, put that information out there because you know that we have a lot of U.K. listeners. We have a lot of, you know, listeners over, we have some listeners over in Thailand. And then um, I want to make sure that you get out there for our Canadian friends too because I know you're dropping a new video tomorrow. 
Yes, you can find me um Shani Joy. That's S H A N N Y J O I um on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also find me on Snapchat too. I barely Snapchat, but mostly Instagram and Twitter. Um, I do have a video that's coming out um, in the next few days. It's um, a free Meek Mills video. Um, it's a political video, um, you know, to mm-hmm. bring awareness um, to people around the community and around the world itself um, of some of the injustices that are that is going on. Okay, now you want to tell for the people maybe in the U.K. or the people in Canada that don't know why it's such a big deal that Meek Mill was incarcerated. Do you want to tell people why it's a big deal? Um, it's a big deal that uh, Meek Mills is uh, incarcerated on the simple fact that the courts a lot of times get personal, and yes, they, they use they use their personal, um, let's just say their their personal wants and personal attitudes rather than for a justification rather than using the facts of the case and you know the facts of the situation that's going on. Period revolving around the case with Meek Mills with him being such a, a high profile uh celebrity um in Philly Philly um the case really touched because if there's going to be some kind of corruption and bribery and extortion and scheme, well let me be clear as well the judge is black the judge is a black female yes, correct she is she okay. is okay i just wanted to put and that she, out there cuz sometimes it comes from your own people but go ahead yeah, it does. It com- it doesn't matter. It doesn't the co- the color of the person doesn't matter when it comes down to judges, lawyers, and police and stuff like that. You can never look at a color because you got bad cops, you got black bad black ones, and you got mm-hmm. bad white ones. You got bad Italians, of you got good Italians. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when it comes down to the justice system, you can never look at a co- go in the court and say, "Oh yeah, this is a black judge. I'm going to be good." No, because that really means nothing. Unless she right, because they might have had that. a chip on their shoulder, and I'm going to touch on that. What she's talking yeah. about, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that the judge actually uh, was a former, uh, I won't call her a video hoe, but she was somebody that wanted to be in entertainment. I believe she was in a couple videos, and she was in a movie. And if I'm not mistaken, she came at Meek Mill long time ago on some old, you know what I'm saying, wanting to do something, he turned her down. Or somebody in his camp turned her down. Long story short, now you're sitting on the stand because you have two types of black people. And if we watch the show Power, which most of us do, um, you'll see where even, what was his name, Sterling, different type of black man. You know, he didn't like yes. Ghost from the moment that he saw him because of the fact that he's like, here I am getting it from the mud, having to go to school, having to, you know, deal with all this shit. And then here you are, you get to sell drugs, you know what I'm saying, and pay for your freedom. So I think that a lot of people don't realize the ramifications that it comes to when you have somebody of your own kind that's literally you just don't like me because you had to get it a different way. We we have it hard enough with racism and everything else. You just now you just don't like me because you had to get it another way. I think another thing to talk about with the Meek Mill situation was because it was a violation of probation for him doing what? Riding a motorcycle or something? During a video, popping a wheelie during a, during a right. video. Which Philadelphia is actually known for that. They have enti- they did an entire movie, a documentary, um, about, and I can't think of the name of it, about the kids that ride through the city 
in that manner. But it also lends to the fact that you people get out here and get on probation and get on parole and think that y'all could just go back to regular life. You shouldn't have put that shit on film, and that's what we mean by, you know, sometimes being out of sight, you know what I'm saying, is the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now tell me what you're doing about the uh, the Meek Mill situation, because I know you were just out of town. You were just in Philly, if I'm not mistaken. You did some appearances. And now, oh, also, I want to talk about, before we get to that, there's an initiative that's coming out in New York State about the sealing of records or the expunging of records after Saturday. It's both. It's both. Tell the it's people sealing. about that. Okay, which one you want first? You want Meek Mills first or you want the records first? I want the records first. Okay. Um, with the records here in New York State, um, actually in the United States, period, you're really not supposed to use a felony to deny anyone anything, a job, a car, Correct. an apartment, et cetera. But the people who hold these companies to hire, they actually look at your felony and turn you down. You can have all the qualifications in the world. You can go and apply for a job at the hospital, and your felony could be about shoplifting, you know, grand larceny. That brings a felony, too. Correct. They'll not hire you because you have the felony. They don't, they don't look into the felony and say, okay, well, she's applying for a job at the hospital, and her job at the hospital is only cleaning up or maybe is dispensing medication. With no access well, you don't to have money. a Correct. felony. If you don't have a felony that's in direct contact of what you're applying for, they're not supposed to deny you, and they're not supposed to deny you, period. So now what's going on with uh, Governor Cuomo is he's kind of enforcing um, felons get hired. That's what he's doing. He's, you know, he's he's backpedaling. He's, it's like a backpedal thing, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to force people Absolutely. to hire felons. You know but why? At the same because time, so trying... many people were being disqualified for working jobs that ended up on the system, right? Mm -hmm. And now you have all these people that can't get jobs because they were enforcing that. White, black, indifferent, doesn't matter. So now you have a surplus of people that are unemployed and are taking from the state's money, and now you have to do something about it. That's what she means when she says backpedaling, because he didn't do it just because he loves felons so much. <laughs> you understand what I'm Basically, saying? Basically, you know what I mean? He need to get some of them people. So much. Yeah, he need to get them off the doggone system so they can keep some exactly. of that doggone money. But there's also exactly. a, there's a clause in it. There's a there's a serious clause in the, the new slash revision that he made because it's really a revision it's just a reminder um you know you can get your record expunged yeah you can get it expunged or you can get it sealed up which means it'll still be there but nobody can see it but uh like the fbi and law the officials, FBI, anybody correct. it yeah anybody who has a regular pacer account or try to look in they can never see it but the clause that he has in there is very dangerous he said that if you have an a felony that's non-violent there's a gray shaded area where we still going to tell you no. And I think that's bullshit because you want to hold on to the A felons because they're smart. Nonviolent A felons are smart people. They're almost federal material, but the fe federal government couldn't get their hands on them. So the state was able to, to, you know what I mean, to attack them. So he's trying to hold on to them smart people, which is what the, the FBI does. They take all now, what the, makes all they a, and they a, hold a on felon to. smart? I'm not following. What makes an okay, A felon well, smart? 
a, a felon is a person who they really need the feds to come in to help them to catch that person because that's not a person you can catch doing transactions on the phone. You can't catch them doing transactions on the street. Uh, whatever group they have is so, um, let's say, there's this so tight. And but I, I wanted to use like it's like they they walk on a fine line, so they can't get a selling type people on a regular like they could do just Joe Schmo out there on the street. They have to pull the feds in. They have to do a little bit of corruption. They have to do some violating acts in order to get that person, that A1 felon. And a lot of times, nine times out of ten, whatever they got on paperwork is a lie. It's a lie. They obtain information illegally. Not even illegally. It's unlawfully. You got to use the right words. It's unlawfully, not illegally. So, you know, with the A felons, he's trying to hold on to the A felons because these are the smart people that's running around here, and they want to know what you're doing and stop you. They don't want you, an A felon, to become like Joe Schmo, who has a C and D felony and go get a regular job and chill out. No, they want to hold on to you. Now, an A felon, is that the highest felony or is that the lowest felony? That's the highest felony. And those are the ones they want to keep backed into a corner and not give them a job so they can force them back out into the streets to do whatever it is they did so they can get in trouble again. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. So you're saying an A felon is somebody like a major, major drug dealer. Yes, either a major drug dealer or a major Like a kingpin type situation. Yes, it's a a state's kingpin. That's what it is. A state's kingpin. Okay, I got you. But so, you that's know, nonviolent, he, correct? It's nonviolent. But see, if you're making money the way they're making money, it's a war. They're going to do whatever they do to cut your throat. So they're going to hold on to you and make sure you can't get a job so they can force you back out there, back you into a corner, and then come snatch you up and say, oh, yeah, you never changed. No, it's not that I never changed. You want to stop me from eating. You want to stop me from living, and you want to force me back out here. You want to bring the wolf out of me. So now I'm out here barking at at the moon, and now you want to get mad at me because you're standing on top of the moon. Had you not given me the opportunity that you said you were There's a whole dichotomy to that. And I, I'm going to add on to that. So I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is this, is that, okay, so drug dealing or whatever, that's still a nonviolent felony unless you can prove somebody killed somebody or whatever. What I'm saying is this, is that also when you have a felony, you are disqualified from getting certain money. You know what I mean? You're you're disqualified from living in certain housing. And I think you can't go to college. Right, you can't <laughs> go to college. Well, you can. You just can't get financial aid. It's you not even that. You can't, you, if, you, if, you, if I have a felony and you don't have a felony, and me and you go and apply the same day, mm-hmm. next week you're going to get an approval letter, and the next week I'm going to get a denial letter because they're going to tell me, oh, yeah, by the way, you were supposed to apply four months ahead of time so we can investigate no, no, no. you That's before, before you let you in school. No, not that I'm, not that if, if I'm not mistaken, because I'm helping a kid fill out college applications now. I don't think there's uh-huh. anything on the college application that asks, are you a felon? I could be wrong. Oh, it's no, it's the financial on their site. Aid. It's on right, their right. site. But listen, it's the financial aid that's the problem. The state and the federal government, now they can say, you know what, 
I'm not giving you any money because you went against the grain, you did this, you did that. But here's here's a simple tip, okay? If you out here, and I'm going to talk to the people that's out there in the streets, if you out here in these streets, because it's about teamwork, right? When you said, you know, they have a team, they're so tight, they can't get them, this, this, and this. Nobody forces you to go back in the fucking street. Let me tell you what happens. Your team begins to crumble. So that means the broad that you fucking with, your mans and them, all of y'all should have backup plans. All of y'all should be running businesses. Y'all got all this motherfucking money. Pay off some houses. Buy up the city. Okay? You can't you, say that. You, you know, can't, you can't say that. Niagara Falls. Huh? You can't say that. That's just, that's a general, no. that's a no, general no, no. Let me, let me say this because I come be. from a different time. I come from a different time. I come from a time when people, if they was doing dirt, they was out here buying their house from the city. They was low-key with it cash money, they was out here doing what they needed to do, running businesses, okay? They wasn't just out here like, oh, and by the way, I ain't got no job. I drive a Benz, but I don't have a job. Motherfuckers wasn't doing that back in the 90s. That's not what they was doing. These kids nowadays want to be like, oh, my girl work at the mall, and I drive this car over here. That doesn't make sense. And any woman that would sit there and co-sign somebody being in these fucking streets in 2017 and 18. And and she's not about her business. She's going to try to make sure. Listen, if I date a guy and he's a felon, not that I know of, I have not, okay? But if I date a guy and he's a felon, okay, several things. First of all, I know you can't get no regular job, right? Second of all, what can we do? Where's the money? What did you have under the mattress? What did you have over here? What did you invest in? Did you buy houses for the city? Do you have life insurance? Do you have any of this shit that's going to protect me if we start a business together. Because now what you've done is there's also a group of people that are, that, that are felons that started businesses, car washes, shit like that, because they had no choice. And the reason that they had no choice is because they were able to put a little bit of their money up, put it somewhere. Nobody should have all their eggs in one basket, whether you work at a regular job or not. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't believe that the A felons, because I didn't even know what that was, don't mm-hmm. have a choice. I believe that they planned poorly, and now because every move that you make is being under scrutiny, I believe that. You understand what I'm saying? You can't move how you want to move, which is why you were supposed to have a team. If motherfuckers be thinking they could be out here functioning For the way that they don't, do, everybody don't. But see, you you can't say that everybody don't work in a whole team because you have some people that is so hated on they have to work by themselves. You get what I'm saying to you? Right. And but even if you buy all that stuff, they're going to come down and try to take it all anyway. Right. If you buy all them houses and blah, 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 unless you put it in somebody's name and they, like, really that's can exactly, go into their records. That's record. what I was talking about. If you have people yeah, on but your so you team, gotta be all careful. these cats but, got a girlfriend. Yeah, but all what I'm it. saying is that brings, but wait a minute, Denise, that brings out conspiracy. That's how you snatch how? your girl in and she go to jail, too, because she conspired to help you hide this money. She conspired to help mm-hmm. you hide these cars. So, okay, they're going to snatch Not her hide. too. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not hide. If she can afford the car, this is what I mean when I say the mentality is different. If she can afford the car, she can prove it's not a conspiracy. I bought this motherfucking car. If you can't prove how you was able to buy a Mercedes-Benz or a BMW, you shouldn't be fucking buying it. If you what I'm saying to you is her to buy job. This one house, hmm? What I'm saying What's to you is, what I'm saying is, say she get a Mercedes Benz and she has a job. She can have a fifteen dollar mm-hmm. an hour job. They're gonna right. investigate that job 
investigate what she's been spending, investigate her Mm -hmm. bank account, investigate Mm -hmm. what car she already got, how much gas, how is she living, she got jewels, she got this and she got this. If that car Mm -hmm. come up to more than what she's supposed to be averagely spending a year based Mm -hmm. on what she's making, she's going to jail. Mm -hmm. They don't care if if they know she didn't. And I'm glad that you said that. Thank you. And I'm glad that you said that because that, that, let that be a warning. For these little girls that's out here that's letting these dudes put shit in their name and not being able to explain where the fuck you got that from. I'm glad you said it and not me. That's exactly what I'm saying. First of all, I don't play them type of games, okay? Second of all, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a different era now. You understand what I'm saying? Because in the 90s, girl, motherfuckers wasn't out riding in Mercedes Benzes. Girl, them broads was out in their little Nissan Altimas, <laughs> their little Honda Accords. You understand what I'm saying? Used or not, being able to say, no, this is where we live. People were modest. People were not flashy and showy. That's where all the fucking A felons came from is the fact that everybody want to show what they got. And then when they get on papers and when they get arrested, now you're trying to act like you don't got it. Nah, you was on Snapchat with the shit. You was on Facebook Live with the shit. You was, <laughs> you was on Instagram with the shit. And you thought you was going to be above the law? Absolutely not. Your girl posting pictures of where y'all eating at with your face on Snapchat filters and shit. I truly believe these motherfuckers, we are in a generation where motherfuckers is telling on their fucking self. Ain't no snitches. You the snitch. You snitched on your fucking self. Every time you go buy a vehicle, me, you know people laugh at me all the time. Because, girl, I don't know if you ever seen my truck. I drive a little beat-up Jeep. You know why? Because I don't care. I don't want, listen, I'm more afraid of an audit than I am of anything else because I run businesses. So even though I can afford to have what it is that I want and do what I need to do, I stay fucking humble because I don't need somebody looking into like, oh, well, she should be making this. No, I'm fucking broke. I'm broke. I ain't got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I run my little businesses from home. Man, you know that's a lie. <laughs> but listen, hey, hey, I'm on air telling you I'm broke. I ain't got it. I don't know what you're talking about. I drive my little beat up. She lying, y'all. She lying, y'all. Cause my children need to be understand right now. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I don't even know what you're saying. All I know is this: when my people need something. I have it. I work six days a week at my regular job, and then I come home and I work seven days a week at my business, as you know that. So there's never not a time, you know what I'm saying, my mother, she owned her home before she died. She owned her car before she died. And that's that's a blessing because there's a lot of people that in death leave debt, you know, And, and I never wanted that from my family. When I went and I bought my house, I bought my house cash. You understand what I'm saying? It won but $3, but the point of the matter is I bought it. It's mine. I can't stand it. So no matter what, it was $3. It was. So no matter what happens, I own everything that I do. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have rent. I don't have, and that's a wonderful feeling. So for me, I don't understand these girls that will put themselves at risk to say, because you're right, you're going to jail. And I'm I'm trying to remember, um, but there see, was a sometimes they case. don't think. I don't know if you remember. Hmm? You sometimes, um, well, most times the girls don't be um, thinking about going to jail. They don't be thinking about getting in trouble, and it, they know that in the back of their mind. But at the same time, they just simply, straight up, simply, be protecting their man. 
at the end of the day, they just be protecting their men and protecting their family. They protect the their men until they, they get can. in that room and then the motherfucking judge pull out fucking pictures of them with other bitches and all of a sudden everybody's singing like a canary. Well, if she's smart, yeah. if she's smart, she won't say nothing. If she's smart, but what I'm she saying say to you is these little girls are not built like the women they in the nineties. Like the women that. in the nineties are like, look, we got a business to run. We got shit to do. The shit is mine and that's what it is. If you can't make that type of you know what I'm saying, if you don't make that type of money, baby girl, you better go trade that shit in and get a fucking Honda Accord. Don't let that motherfucker put you in jail. Because I'm telling you right now, there's not mm-hmm. one chick that I can say right now that I know that if she 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 ain't a female ain't doing a bed for her dude, she not doing it. And not only that, another part of the legal the, the, the legal issues is people don't have money for lawyers. Girl, my lawyer, I have two, eight grand, okay, eight thousand motherfucking dollars, okay. One is a specialist in what he does, and the other one runs the runs the firm. But that's just what you do. You have certain situations where people don't even have $1,000 to give to an attorney, so they end up with a public defender who's overworked, underpaid, you understand what I'm saying, and looking at the case 10 minutes before you go up in front of a judge. Okay? And that's, that's another problem, fair. too. That's another problem. Absolutely. That's another problem, too, um, with, the, with the state. You people the cannot, you know, not you, but I'm just saying – People can't be out here committing crimes and you ain't got motherfucking um, felony money. The motherfucker that just was running around killing people with them pills and shit, the doctor, his attorney, just a retainer, 20 motherfucking thousand dollars. Now, he'll get you off. The, the person that I'm talking about, I don't want to put his name out there like that. He's an older white guy, very well, well older white guy. 20,000 yeah, yeah. just to hold him. Yep. Okay. 20000 just to hold him. That's not even once he start doing investigative shit, this, this, and this. If you don't have the money to commit a felony, don't fucking commit a felony. You better see what that's, that's, that's what they're supposed the to do first. That's what they're supposed to do first, and a lot of them just not thinking about that and not realizing that. Say it again. What um, they, wait a minute, Denise. Wait a minute. They're not, wait a minute. They're not reading books, and they're also not being... Told and talk the proper way to do what they're doing. First of all, what everybody in America forgets is the law library is open. There's law library books everywhere. If you're going to be a doggone drug dealer, get out there, read the laws, go to the CPL laws, read the federal laws, and see what it is, what kind of trouble you can get into. Save your first money for a lawyer for just in case you do get in trouble. But see, you got to understand, a lot of these kids is coming from the hood. Their mothers, you know, used to smoke crack. Or they yeah, might they got don't a little know better. Wait a minute. But let's talk about a how these women don't know no better either. Because I'm telling you, it's a different time. Back wait then, minute, motherfuckers was getting married. Motherfuckers was understanding the, the, the stability of family. Let's not be too flashy. Motherfuckers ain't buying jewelry at the kiosk. Motherfuckers but making they sure were that females being going taught, to Denise. It's a difference between now and then. Then they were being taught. Now they're not being taught. So what I was saying was you got two mothers. One of them is smoking crack, and one of them has a minimum wage job. She might have two minimum right. wage jobs. But that job is only enough to pay her rent, pay her car note, if she has a car, buy she food, no car. keep the heat and the lights on, and buy as much clothes or whatever it is that she can for her and her child. When that child see that, okay, my mother is struggling, this is not working, I don't want my mother like this, I don't want to be like this, 
So that was never an option to me. And I agree with you that there is something lost in the parental, you know, part of the city because now what we have happening is, and this is another issue what you were saying with Cuomo, is you're giving jobs that a 16-year-old would have to 35-year-olds because they can't get anything else. So now you're trying to keep the kids off the street with jobs, but you can't because you're giving them to a 32-year-old felon or you're giving them to, you know, whoever because they're older and you, they're deemed as, quote, unquote, more responsible because they're older and they need this job and they have kids, okay? Now, I do know a 16-year-old, well, he's 18, that just got a job, um, that just got a job at, uh, at Walmart, Okay. So I was very excited about that. It wasn't a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But he had been in the workforce since he was 17. Proud of that. So I don't know any kids that can't get jobs. But also, too, we have to be practicing the art of are we teaching our children how to have an interview? Are we teaching our children that they can't wear their jeans sagging when they go for this interview? You know, are we teaching our children customer service how to be nice? Let me tell you something. Anytime a kid fill out an application for a job or even talk to their parent and say, I want a job, the first thing the parent do is start talking to them. Then they start picking mm-hmm. their clothes out. And the first argument they get into with their parent is what clothes they going to wear. And I, I'm okay. telling you that by experience, by, you know, yeah, see, I haven't gone through that yet, but go ahead. Yeah, that, the first argument you get with your kid is, is what they going to wear to the interview or what they going to wear even to go fill out the application and take it back. I went into the, the same argument with my daughter. You know what I mean? Okay. What you wearing to take this application? Wh- when did you get this application? You went looking like that, picking up the application? You can't look like that. But okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we got to, you know what I'm saying? Because they had their hair standing up in the air, running around with their friends and go get an application to be talking you. to people. And so that's you know what, what I'm saying? saying is that it's a different a type of parents do do that. I know that's that you're close with your daughter. But see, that's what every parent, I'm telling you, 9 out of 10, no, every parent do that. No, but if your mom on crack, she can't do that. Oh, with your mom on drugs and you ain't seen her in three days, she can't do that. Nah, but your mom still going to hook you up. I'm going to tell you, them crackhead mothers, we going to stop that right there. You, they might smoke that crack, crack but I'm going to tell you crack. right now, I'm about, to, uh-uh, I'm about to take up for them. Because these women out and fathers that's out here that smoke crack, they might be doing their dirt. But when it comes time to their kids need something or want something, they use that same dirt. To go take care of their kids with. You understand? Now, I'm going to have to beg that... to differ with you on a no, different level. No, you can't, level, be, you can't because you, you can't because no, I live around them people all the time. You can't because I you have some people in my I'm going to come at you a different way. So you're saying and that their mothers, when their kids need something, they're available, right? Yeah, when they need something, right? either they going to make sure it happens or they going to make sure somebody is there so okay. that they can, can have it. That's how See, they function. Now, Okay, that's how some of them function. Because some of Man, them disappear and leave their kids. No, no, nine no. Nine times out of ten. That's a stereotype. Okay, well, then that I'm going to stop That is a straight stereotype. That's a okay. stereotype. I'm telling no, you, that's, that's a stereotype. stereotype. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, let, me, let, me, let me say what I'm going to say. I'm dealing with a situation right now in my own circle where the mother is too much on drugs, all the kids got took. So you can't t- – and I'm the one that has to make sure – that certain things happen for these kids, okay? So she didn't give a fuck about her kids on the first day of school, didn't give a fuck about her kids on the birthday, didn't give a fuck about her kids on Christmas, birthdays, Halloween, none of that. She couldn't make it. That's what she said. So I'm dealing with a very different type of crackhead, obviously. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, well, what's going on in her mind with her smoking that crack? See, when you you say people smoke crack and they crackheads, 
Okay, you can't. That's just a oh, no, basic label. So maybe she's a little bit more classier, but to me, it's oh, all they drugs, really so mess. No, it ain't got nothing to do with that. It ain't got nothing to do with that. See, when a person is on drugs, when a person is on drugs, Period. first yeah. of all, why did they get on drugs? Two, what's keeping them mm-hmm. in bondage so that they can stay on them drugs? You know what I mean? Is it just the drug that they mm-hmm. want to use? Is it a lot of stress that they got going on? Is it because they can't do this and can't do that? Everybody just take a basic label and just put it on that person no, and just I'm not say, you know what? Label. She's on, uh, she's on a drug that's basically the same derivative as heroin, which because of my psychological background, that's a, that's a history. We know that her body is making, you know, genes so that she can do more drugs because her tolerance is so high. So in order for her to get off a heroin-like drug, which people keep thinking that oxycodone and all these pills and shit like that, no, they link to certain things in your body, and then they don't get out. They create more okay, cells so but that see, you can now, do more drugs until you just basically kill yourself. Okay, see, now yeah. you're jumping, you jumping from one area to another. You're going no, I'm from not. Crackhead. I just told you she was Listen on pills. Listen to me. You're going, going from crack. You're going from you going from crack to heroin. No. That is too I'm not talking totally about heroin. I'm saying pills. People think that pills Pill, are more that glamorous. That is heroin. Because it's, it's, it's heroin. heroin. No, it's still so fucking drugs. heroin still fucking or regular heroin, it's still heroin at the end of the day. All them pills got yeah. heroin in it. So it's either synthetic mm-hmm. or it's even real. There's a difference between smoking crack and there's a difference between using heroin-like drugs. Okay. Whether it's the regular heroin. Heroin knocks you out. Heroin is a, it's a shutdown. Heroin is okay, a knockout. Okay, so we're giving Hero, that a different label than crack then, because what I just told you was I'm dealing with a situation where the mama didn't give a fuck about her kids on the birthdays and didn't give a fuck about her kids on Christmas and didn't give a fuck did about her kids her on, on Halloween. Did you ask her she didn't give a fuck, or, y'all, or did you just say she didn't give a fuck because she didn't do what y'all think she was supposed to be doing? Oh, did you no, ask her if she literally she said she doesn't give a fuck. Hold up, hold up, hold up. She literally well, said she didn't give a fuck. Going on that she really didn't give a fuck. Said she don't give a fuck. Gave up custody of her fucking kids while she was legally like fine. Didn't go back to the courts to get her kids back. Nothing. Gave all her kids up. So nah, I don't have no. Okay, so why she no, didn't give a fuck, man? Then why didn't she? She give really a fuck? didn't give a fuck. Why? I don't Did know. She and I don't already? Because I'm the person that has to financially make sure that the rest of that shit gets done. All her kids got split up. One of them in foster care. The other two are with their father. So, no, I, I, I don't She probably don't at the point now where she's like, I don't you know really what? give a fuck. These are kids. She probably at the point now where, you know what? Y'all don't beat on me so much. Everybody don't say so much. I can't Who do this. You know what? Who beat on fuck her? It. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. But had mentally this been a black mother, because she's not black. Hold on. Had this it been a black mother, it was on her ass again. One of her kids almost died. So, you can't argue with me that crackhead moms or drug-addicted moms, not all of them. Maybe the people that you know, but the motherfucker that I know, if she would have been black, if she would have been a nigga, they would have put her ass in jail. One of her kids almost died while under her care, while she was on drugs, doing what the fuck she do, bringing niggas in and out the house. So, no, I don't, I don't have any sympathy for that. You went to court. You basically said, fuck these kids. Literally said, take them. I don't want custody. And it's out riding around the city. Okay. Okay, well, that's one of those. Coming through when she wants to. So we talk about the drug-addicted father. We never talk about the mother because somehow it's different. It's not. So now let's get back to, because that shit pissed me off because it's somebody that I know personally, okay? See, but we, I, we wasn't talking about personal. We talking about in general. We went into crackheads right, that don't you, in general. Like you're saying and you, you know people, you grew up around people. I'm saying this is something that's affecting my own close-knit circle 
because abroad decided that she wanted to use drugs. Everybody has choices. So just like I choose to get up every day and take my ass to work, you know, and if I have a drink here and there, whatever, whatever, I'm very conscious of the fact that I have to do what I need to do to make sure that my son is okay. You're very conscious of that fact, and we do what we need to do. So I want to get back to um, the legal shit. So I want to bring up Centoya Brown. So since we're on the uh-huh. subject. Now, you know who Centoya Brown is, right? Yes. That's the young lady that got incarcerated when she was 16 years old. I believe she's been in jail for 16 years for killing the guy that was raping her, and then she was pimped out when she was 16. Her mother was on drugs. You know, she was born with some developmental delays. Lights can grow. They've been um, posting about her all on the Internet and um, basically trying to get her out of jail in the light of the Meek Mill. They're now, they're now focusing on, because Meek Mill's situation brought to light a lot of people's situations, legal battles. So she's been in jail for 16 years because the guy that her pimp pimped her out to, basically she thought he was going to kill her. Now she had been on drugs all day, been getting ran through all day. You know what I'm saying? She's 16 at the time. She had some developmental delays because her mom, you know, was on drugs or whatever. Girl, she killed the man. Shoots him four times. Girl, she went to jail. They put her in jail for life when she was 16. So I want to bring to light the fact that people talk a lot about shit, this, this, and this. And this is another case that if she would have had an attorney, I believe, you know what I'm saying, or a, a legal defense fund or something like that, she wouldn't have got 16. She got like 50-something years. See, first of all, she's not supposed to be in jail. When you kill somebody Let's let's see. This is where I tell people to go to the law library, look and get you a damn dictionary, because mm-hmm. there's a difference between kill and murder. Let me tell you how to get out of jail. Don't cut me off. A cop go out there. Well, no, he I, feels we have to get ready to end the show, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give some information about her. Her name is Centoya Denise Brown. Her Thomas ID, because everybody talks all that shit. Oh, what can I do? What can I do? I'm about to tell everybody what they can do. Her ID number is 0041593. This is the woman that Kim Kardashian is trying to come forward and trying to help get out of jail. Um, she was incarcerated. She is not eligible for parole until uh, August of 2059. Her mailing information is Centoya, C-Y-N-T-O-I-A-D, Brown. Her uh, address is Tennessee Prison for Women, 3881 Stewart's Lane, Nashville, Tennessee, which is another issue, 37218. Now, if you want the number to put the money on her books, I believe her Thomas ID number that you're able to send directly through Thomas, which is T-O-M-I-S ID number is 0041059. I've already made my donation and signed the petition. She has over a half a million people that have signed one petition just to get her case relooked at because, I mean, she served 16 years already. She went to college. She ain't never been a problem. You know, this, that, and a third. Now, before we close out this show, is there anything that you want to tell people about you, about your movement, things that they need to do to um, make sure that we're pushing forward now that we have um, the information that we can start getting records sealed and expunged and all that other stuff, Shani? Yeah, um... You can look the information. All the forms are online. Are we talking about me or are well, we still tell them because you know they ain't gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they better go. You know to they ain't gonna do it. They're gonna, like, they gonna be emailing me like, "Yo, she said it was something I could look up." They could Google everything else. They ain't gonna Google it. You gotta you tell them where up, they need up. to go. <laughs> they need to whatever state they're in. 
Look up forms. So if you're in New York, it's NewYorkState.forms.gov. You know it's you know it's the correct site because it says .gov or .org. Yeah. Um, they all, they have org. all That's forms correct. online. Yeah. Or you can go into you know your local law library and ask them. You can even walk into a lawyer's office and and ask them um, the information on, on where to find certain forms and stuff like that. You can also create your own forms by going online to uh, to Google and pulling up those forms. Now I want I want to say is there's a difference between killing and murder. She's in jail for murder. She's not in jail for yep. killing. Okay, now okay. this is this is this is everybody's get out of jail free card. If a cop feels like he's in danger and he shoots you, free, that's a killing. <laughs> this is a get out of jail free card. If a cop shoots somebody because he feels he's in immediate danger, he doesn't go to jail. But if a cop waits. Right. Sit behind your house, wait for you to come home and shoot you. He plotted and planned. That's a murder. Premeditation. She did not commit a murder. She's charged with murder, but she did not commit a murder because she didn't plan to do it. She did a point blank killing because she thought her life was in danger, which is she has the same rights as a cop. Now, when you start attacking these courts and attacking these people of how they're charging you, y'all got to look at the charges. How you going to charge me with a murder when I didn't murder when I killed? You got to look at that. She don't belong in jail. I know a couple of ladies that's in jail for killing a pimp. Did you hear what I said? Damn. Killing a pimp. Not murdering Damn. a pimp. Killing a pimp. When you murder somebody, you pop and plan. When you kill them, it's immediate. So everybody that's in jail for immediately killing somebody on the spot without plotting and planning it, every last one of them, I just told you how to get out of jail right now. I just told you. I can't tell you again. I'm not going to tell you again. I hope y'all record it. You don't <laughs> supposed to be in there. Straight up. It's, first of all, it's a scheme. The court is a scheme. Every court in the United States is a scheme. You're not part of their scheme. You don't belong in the court. The only court that's the real legal court is civil court. That's the only court because it handles situations in between the people of the land. See, I'll go real deep with this, but I'm not going to do it because it will just take too long. Don't do it on this show. We're going to have a Shani's legal department show. Now, tell everybody what to find you because I got to end the show. No, no, Rex, no. I am a master of compulsory. I'm not. Don't y'all start going on my Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and asking me all. Now, I will answer some questions if y'all really need help. But I am a rapper, okay? I'm from Buffalo, New York, Niagara Falls. I am queen. I am a rapper. This is what I do. But I will help people when they need if they're really going to take it. But the she's help. also political, people. She also, like I said, <laughs> she's been out there in the trenches. She's been doing her due diligence. I have, but that's now, not the area I want to where they can find you your handles on Instagram and shit. Huh? Give them your handles on Instagram and tell them where they can find your video at tomorrow. And then we'll have you back on the show in a couple weeks because I got Wood coming on the show next week, child. That's my little boy. But, um, girl, yeah, he got there. He protects um, back to the goddamn fool. (laughs) You go to Shani Joy, S-H-A-N-N-Y-J-O-I, on Twitter and on Instagram. I do not use Facebook and I do have Snapchat. I don't don't, don't do so. I'm girl boo. What? 
Right. And so just so you know, Shani, you could click on the link. I'm going to send you the link to the show later. So in case you want to send it to people that want to listen or, you know, somebody that might need a word or something like that, always a pleasure when I see you. And just so a lot of people don't know, Shani is one of my people. You understand what I'm saying? Because when I was sick and I was in the hospital and I had surgery, she tried to come up to the hospital like two or three days in a row, you know, or I think within the first 24 to 48 hours, and they had to refuse her because I had too many people that came or there was, you know, family members in the room. So I'm really appreciative that she even took the time out in February, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to come in there and see my sick ass <laughs> walking around. Girl, you wouldn't want to see that anyway. So I was really appreciative of that because I, I knew she, you know what I'm saying, because I knew that there was a lot of people that came through. So just like I said, Mercury's in retrograde. It doesn't mean that everything is going to hell and that everything is going backwards. It just means that a lot of us have a lot of work to do today. And I had her on the show today because I feel like she needed to get a word across to people, and she did. That's what she does. You know what I mean? She's always been a straight shooter, so if y'all take offense to anything that we talked about, maybe you take an offense because a hit dog will holler. Ain't that what they say? You understand what I'm saying? So if we said some shit to offend you or whatever, whatever, maybe it was meant for you to be offended because you needed to hear what we said. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. Right now it's put on their next season. So whether that's a traffic cop, whether that's an attorney, whether it's the pizzeria, whether it's the casino, it's foot on their next season. Mercury yeah, we got for the twenty second. We need we got it's about to be bear down season for us New Yorkers. New Yorkers go through what we call a bear down season, and what that is is where we basically all we do is work and sit in the house and fucking stack money and work and sit in the house and, and stack money and work. And then we emerge again. every day. <laughs> we're the same jeans Yeah, I'm not every in the week. I'm mad at these damn boots that I was supposed to get. These red boots, they didn't even come in, and I got an event Wait, to go but to, but I try to be cute. Wait, I try to be cute with mine and add a little, you know, a little stomp on the back of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> try to add a little platform to it. But, yeah, that's what we do in New York because we about to get hit with a storm and a couple days but what i what i want to say to everybody is when your family or anybody in your family say they have to go to court i you know one or two people in the family show up with them you should not send your send your family member out amongst the wolves alone you know what i mean because everybody everybody doesn't see everything correctly everybody doesn't um have that that inside fight. You need somebody well, who's smart and somebody who articulate legal jargon either. That you know too, what I mean. And you definitely you, want to have a witness there for somebody to say, "Well, no, that's not what you said." You know how many technicalities. One of the things my lawyer he writes down, you know, certain notes on his thing, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "You know, just in case sometimes." things get, you know, thrown away because of a technicality. Or sometimes, you know, we have to revisit things because of a technicality. So I'd rather write down everything what I know, everything I saw, everything I heard, you know what I'm saying, so that we can refer yeah, back to it because that's how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Had I went into the courtroom with me when he went into court and listened to him and listened to her, I would have told him to shut up and I would have told her to back up. That's not your man. Okay, number one, you holding on to oh, him damn. like she he's your man. What I'm saying damn. is her professionalism was stripped. She went yeah, personal. I heard that. She's I, personal. I that. Everything, I don't care if it sounds like legal jargon, when you break it all down and cipher it all out, she was personal. She was holding on to him. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful of that. You got to be careful because of she that. mad because she couldn't get in a video in 1987, girl. I heard. I heard all girl, about it. But she me, wanted to do some more you know, crazy. If, if something goes down like was, that, 
She was stupid enough to put it out there in the open, though. That's where she left well, up. Well, now it's on record. Enough. So, like I said, everybody loses their cool sometimes, even judges, you know. I'm just thankful that, you know, that never happened to me or, you know, my family, that people was able to say, okay, well, this is, you know, this is what happened and this, this, and this, and let's take a look at this. And like I said, I'm just thankful that as of now we've not had that issue. But, all right, y'all, we're going to get rid of this show. we got to get ready to get shit done and, and foot on their next season, and then we bear down. So up until January 1st, it's foot on their next season. Get out here. Get your money. Do what you need to do legally, of course. And then make sure that from January to June, all you do is stack. There's no reason for y'all to be out here flashing and doing all this other shit because, A, I'm not trying to get robbed, and, B, I'm not trying to get audited. You understand what I'm saying? So while y'all out hey, here sorry, making these money moves, since you want to it's be none of nobody's business. <laughs> what you say? I said, three, I might just go rob your ass since you want to be flashy. You got enough to flash and enough to have in the bank. I got a couple well, niggas that's that how these that young boys think. That's how these young boys and girls think. Let's, let's be clear. It's always a young lady involved when a cat is getting set up. Because that's the easiest thing for a motherfucker to do is just to go lay up in a hotel room with a girl, not realizing that motherfucker's a goddamn robber. A lot of these cats got clapped because they were fucking with the wrong broad. Wait a minute, and you ain't even giving her half of them hundreds? You ain't looking out for her at all, but you want to stay there and that Most of these cats, when they getting set up, it's by a girl. Pussy rules everything. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Pussy rules the everything. These cats will do whatever. Oh, I'll meet you over here. I'll meet you at your house. I'll lay up at your house. And then when they get ran up into, they be thinking that these girls don't have nothing to do with it. No, that's who set you up, my dude. You said some slick shit to her one day. These cats was out here talking shit about you. So she turned around and she did you a favor. She got you fucking robbed. And then all of a sudden, now, you know what I'm saying? She disappeared. You can't talk to her. You can't find her no more. Right. Shouldn't be fucking with bum broads. A bum no, bitch is the most fucking no, treacherous motherfucker They worked at a bum-ass dude because they don't have no morals, no nothing. They're not loyal to anybody. Just like a lot of these cats are, they're more dangerous than a dude because a dude ain't going to lure you to no hotel room. A female will, though. So y'all got to be careful when it's foot on their neck season because that might be the foot on your motherfucking neck. Me, I just stay out the way. I go to work. I do what I do. I try to take care of my loved ones, and that's it. You know, but girl, thank you so much for coming on the show, spreading that legal love. I'm going to um, try to look out for your uh, video tomorrow, and then we'll get you back on the show in a couple of weeks because I have to start doing all my callbacks for getting everybody back on the show. i got to bring my brujo back on the show. My brujo told me, my, my witch friend, my male witch friend down in Atlanta, he told me, he's like, look, you got too much shit to do right now. You got too much going on. You can't be bothered with these people that ain't trying to be bothered with you. If it's not love and light, stay the fuck away from it. And <laughs> you know what I mean? No and that's good, all I can tell no anybody. If it's not about love and it's not about light, like Diddy say, it's love. If it's not about that, I don't want to fucking be bothered. Okay? So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Shani, thank you so much. I'm going to see you around in a minute because your ass ain't been where you normally be. But, like I said, I'm going to see you around in a minute. Much love. You ain't been up in there. I've been there. Don't say it. I've been in the room back there. No, oh, the okay, okay, I'll be that, back there. Listen, I'll be back in the room tonight. So let me know. And then, like I said, thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Shani, for being on the show. Tune in next week. Tell the Truth Tuesday, hopefully with Wood. Bye, y'all. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 